It's outside the box, trying to free your mind as best I can. Today's topic is wage slavery. Today's feature is another in the series on jobs and work and doing stuff we want to do, not what we think we have to do. Every day our Western, industrial, Judeo-Christian culture tells us that if we want to eat, afford a place to live, go shopping, fix our aches and pains, get more education, have child care, or take care of our other many needs, we must go to work, whether we like a job or not. Work equals money, and money equals whatever we need in this world. Do you believe this? I don't. We all do things we'd rather not do. I'd celebrate not washing dishes every day or two, but I'd rather eat my meals on clean dishes than greasy ones with leftover spaghetti sauce caked on them. Shoveling snow is not what my back likes these days, but it's better than struggling to get out of the house or or out of a driveway. Most of us are given few choices, if any, in what paid work we can do. Some of the jobs we're offered, if there's more than one, may be BS jobs, not worth doing, or that accomplish little or nothing of value. Others are boring, menial and underappreciated, dirty and uncomfortable, low pay, or all of the above. When we have to do work we don't want to do, because that's the only way we can pay the bills and eat three meals a day, That's wage slavery. Wage slavery can colonize our minds. It takes away our desire for freedom. It makes us feel like a cog in a machine. It causes stress that often takes the form of domestic violence, addictions, crime, loss of self-esteem, physical and mental illness, daily humiliations, economic insecurity, and other problems. Much of our educational system is designed to prepare people for wage slavery, not for the fun of learning. It's not as bad as what African Americans had to face as chattel slaves. They were completely owned by the so-called master. Almost nothing about their lives was their own. They weren't voluntarily selling their labor to an employer. Even after the Civil War, most were caught in a web of debt and racism That was much worse than most of us face now. Today, prison labor, undocumented immigrant labor that includes wage theft, and workfare, where people are forced to work for financial benefits, are extreme examples of wage slavery. However, many jobs can be a form of wage slavery, even though employers and workers themselves rarely use this term. It may be only eight to nine hours a day, usually five days a week, where our life is not our own. Of course, some of us have two or three jobs and give more than 40 hours a week to a so-called boss. The sudden disappearance of economic security experienced by many workers during the recent federal government shutdown, some working for no pay and others being unwillingly furloughed, demonstrates that wage slavery can impact almost anyone. Many workers have little control over their work environment, even if, in cases such as the federal government employees, they're represented by a union. 
The power difference between workers and employers or owners is still not close to equal. Is wage slavery inevitable? Is it tied to capitalism where most owners do very well and most workers don't, where a few bosses give orders and employees carry them out? Do we have to be caught in this web of paid jobs we don't like or want to do because it's the o our only way to survive? I think there is work that isn't wage slavery. I'll suggest a few of those options in another outside the box. Are you a victim of wage slavery now, or have you been in the past? I'm Larry Danzinger, very lucky to have found work that I loved, and I even got paid for it.